0: Venganse, venganse, venganse. Vamos a jugar hoy, hoy, hoy. Vamos a cantar hoy, hoy, hoy. Vamos a llorar hoy, hoy, hoy. Vamos a fumar hoy, hoy, hoy. Vamos a jugar hoy, hoy, hoy. Vamos a cantar
1: Welcome, friends, to another episode on This Frequency. We are your hosts. I'm Natalie. I'm Ricky Lee. And behind the board, we have Raymond Andrew. (laughs) Yes, we do. And today's episode
2: is surprisingly brought to you by Tablas Wine. We have a special uh, indirect guest here. My dad is here from Ensenada, and he brought us this delicious wine that we have not cracked open. Um, But thank you, Tablas. Yes,
1: it's uh, honestly one of my favorite, and I'm not saying it because your father-in-law is here. Mm -hmm. I'm biased, but it really is good. (laughs) So um, we have a special guest today, uh, Luis Mota. Um, He's not only Ricky's cousin, but he also wrote the song that you now hear in our introduction. Welcome, Luis. Hi, Luis.
3: (laughs) Hello, everybody. Hello, hello.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, Luis, we wanted to start with asking you a couple of questions, all right? So, answer as quickly or as slowly and thoroughly as you want, okay? So, don't think about
2: it. Don't think about it. Yeah. go.
1: (laughs) Go with your gut on these, okay? So, your first time, your first time, your first question, when was the first time you fell in love?
3: Oh, Oh man, I'm gonna get in
1: trouble
3: here. Yes. Why are you guys asking me this? No, It could be Um,
1: with a pet, with a friend. This can be any kind of love, okay?
3: (laughs) When was the first time? My memory is very, very vague when I was little. But the only thing that I do remember is this dog that we had. Uh Mm -hmm. the name was Halif.
2: Halif?
3: Man, it was a yeah, Halif. It was a boxer. She was a boxer. And you know, that dog is always in the background of my mind, always, you know, puppies. Aww. I just remember, I remember her when I was growing up. That's that's pretty much my childhood, to be honest with you. So I would say that's when I, my first time I fell in love. That's sweet. I love that's that. That's a real
1: good and safe <laughs> answer, Louise. <laughs> <Plutch>. <laughs> All right, next question. When was the last time you cried?
3: Oh, man. <laughs> deep, deep cried? Probably... Two years
1: ago. Okay, if hold we're on. Talking
3: about just a little teary eyed, maybe about a week ago.
1: Oh, tell <laughs> us about both. Yes.
3: <laughs> oh man. Okay. So, this uh, last week, there was a whole thing with the with the promotion at a job and all that, and it looks like they took they took another another route. So it just got a little you know teary eyed. I was like, ah, right, you know what? Uh, it's okay. It's okay. You know, I got this. I'm gonna show out anyways because that's just who I am. Uh, all right. And Three years ago, honestly, it was just um, one of my darkest times. Uh, mm. I was going really through a lot of depression, um, anxiety, um, and it was probably the first time I ever really deeply cried like that. To be honest with you, you said I'm the, talking about the
2: first time you ever well, deeply cried.
3: Yeah, I mean that I remember. I mean, I uh, I think I cried more than anything because I didn't know what I was feeling. To be honest ah. with you. Um, I was fully clothed in the shower, everything type of cry. You know what Ooh, I'm saying? So man. it was that type of cry.
2: Oh, that's a good cry. But, okay, you felt better after though, right?
3: Well, I felt better months after. <laughs> <But> <laughs> Not initially. <laughs> Not
2: initially, but it was so, it was some kind of a release.
3: It was. It definitely was. I mean, eh,
2: yeah, yeah.
1: Mm, thank you for sharing that.
2: Yeah, and explaining the difference between a deep, profound cry. And a teary cry. Yeah. It's nice to know men cry. <laughs>
1: yes. All right. And the last question. What have you told your inner child lately? What have you told young Luis?
3: That it's okay to keep believing in your dreams. Keep believing in yourself. <sighs> um,
1: okay.
2: So here's my sure. here's my question to you. What little Luis, how old is that little Luis that you're talking to?
3: It's not, not that old. I mean, not that young. Uh, probably like, 11 years old to be honest
2: with you so at 10 11 years old you had a dream you had things that you wanted to pursue right yeah and then so this is a two-part question a what was it that you were dreaming about what is it that you wanted to pursue let's start with that so answer that question what were you dreaming about at that age
3: being a veterinarian i wanted to be some type of doctor some type of you know Some type of helping somebody else out. Um, So, yeah, I mean, that's that's what I was dreaming at that time. That's what I wanted to believe in myself.
2: Mm. Do you you still want to be a vet?
3: (laughs) Yeah, but this is where I kind of hold myself back because I'm like, man, that's a lot of years. (laughs) I don't think I got that many dang years. (laughs) So
1: then you think like the time that you have to put in and then by the time you get done and all of that, and you've already committed to a whole other career, I assume, right? Yeah, but, a
3: whole lifestyle. I mean, I really wish that I would have mm, thought about this when I was in high school and stuff like that. Like, really uh, put that thought into it.
1: I see.
2: Did you share with anybody that you wanted to be a vet?
3: I think my whole family knows from, from this side, obviously. I mean, they would always say how I always talked about it, how that's what I wanted to be, and this, this, and that. But, you know, it's just... like uh, Not in the sense that I lacked support, but I think I did. Uh, but, you know, that's a whole different conversation to have, you know?
2: Okay, so... Here's my other question. There's the lacking support and then there's dream crushing. Which one? Did you did you have your dreams crushed? Did you have any parent mm. or family be like, you can't, you'll never do that. Mm. Did you have ever any of that?
3: No, I don't think so. I think it was oh, just the support. Got it. It was a support thing.
2: Got it. That makes sense. I get that. I get that a lot. So, all right. If you're telling yourself, what you're telling your inner child is, don't give up on your dreams. Keep Keep believing. But you don't want to be a vet anymore. So what is it that you're telling yourself not to give up on as you're, as it All relates to your life right now, right?
3: Not to give up on myself. I mean, mm. honestly, not to give up on myself, not to give up on, on who I am. Um, and what emotions. I want, I always go for what I actually want. So even though I don't want to be a veterinarian, I mean, I always want to remind myself, you know, man, like you're here for a reason and, and you, you got to keep going and, and don't give up.
2: Mm. I like that I like that and I think it kind of so this episode we're talking about value and we kind of played around with different types of definitions of what value is what makes you a valuable person what do others consider valuable about you et cetera et cetera and this came because I had a Ray and I always have these really deep conversations in the most inopportune time Mm. (coughs) and we were talking about My, you know, this little meltdown that I had where I placed so much value Mm -hmm. of who I was in the things that I did Mm -hmm. in my successes. Right. Mm -hmm. So being able to tell people, well, I achieved this, this and I've done these great things in Mm -hmm. my life and I've worked with these great people in my life. I see. I really believe that that gave me some kind of credibility. Right. Yeah. Like, look, I'm here. This is what I've done. Yeah. You know, value me. I'm valuable. I'm valuable. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so Ray... I it, because of all of that it really made me have to recalibrate what was valuable to me like what I, I that actually meant do you remember the conversation ray
4: um we you know we've actually had a few conversations about value just in general like
2: mm. this one in particular was we were talking about Ray DJs at Dodger Stadium mm-hmm. along with our other DJs as well and ray said you know what if i don't ever dj there again if i don't ever i'm not those things right i'm not do you remember now
4: yeah i do
2: you want to elaborate
4: i I say (laughs) that because so we get so caught up in in the way society perceives us Mm -hmm. that we want to look good all the time Mm -hmm. or we just don't want to look bad maybe not look good all the time but we just don't want you to see when it is bad so sometimes we don't even show when we're doing bad right we just kind of go ghost but i think when that happens is we start placing value in the things that we do rather than who we are as an individual so when i said that it it was more so just to say like if for some reason i never got the opportunity again to do it i'm okay with that there's no value as as great as the opportunity is and which is very rare, especially in in Los Angeles, in like to, to be one of the few that are able to go back and, and perform for people, it's it's obviously it's something that you gotta like treasure, right? Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, like I told you Ricky, when I go home, my kids they don't care about that. Right. <laughs> that that has no value. And what has value to me is what my kids worry about or what my kids, how they see me. So yeah. I could I could DJ at Dodger Stadium. I could DJ in whatever venue you want me to be at. But that don't mean nothing to my kids. What, right. what they care about is the man that's behind that door when he gets home. Mm-hmm. And that's where the value has to be placed because a lot of times we're so worried about having such a high value for other people that don't matter to us
2: mm, that, mm-hmm. y- and see that's what I think I was doing right mm. I'm over here projecting to people y- this is what I've done and have pe- most people don't even care like right. the people that I was worried about don't care yeah <clears throat> and I was so in my head about you know in particular you know with with Rose City Sound that if if this didn't work out or if this failed yeah well, what is what your was, life? What was going to happen to me? Yeah. Now what? Now <laughs> who am I? And then in that conversation with Ray, it was you're way more than that. You are right. not. You are not what you do. You right. are not what you build, which can go both ways because you are a collection of all those achievements and failures and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. But I was really in my head about it and it made me, for some reason, I found it very comforting. For Ray to say, like, if I don't have any of this, like it, none it's of okay. that really matters. Right. Like the, your, what matters is the people that like your children mm-hmm. walking through the door and, mm-hmm. and how you make them feel. Right. So to my point, I think that value, what is valuable is how you make people feel.
1: Yeah, I would agree, because even like with what you guys are saying I, I think that's one of my biggest turns off, turn offs about people is when people come, oh, I do this and I work for whatever. And I'm like, so I don't care. So I turned care. you off a lot? <laughs> no, 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 no. But so there's, I believe that there is a, you should be able to flaunt, hey, you know what, I do work here. I do have these things, blah, 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 because you have worked hard to get to these places, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't think there's anything wrong with, being happy for yourself in that regard, mm-hmm. but like you were saying, I am more than just what the Dodger Stadium, for example. Right? My what? What interests me about people is what? What makes you tick? What makes you giggly? What makes you upset? What makes you happy? What foods are you turned off by? You know that I believe has a lot to do with value and the things that make people happy and excited and give them value in the end going back to that you know
4: so so you're more interested in the value that you have for other people like that you that you could actually be valuable to someone else
1: Mm, mm, explain so maybe i'm not understanding
4: so like so you're saying like it's not obviously you're you're proud of your accomplishments and it's not that's you take a part of that, right? Uh huh. But you it's not necessarily what makes you. Uh huh. The other things that make you that, that I guess put the value all together is how valuable you are to other people.
2: Yeah. Oh, yes. So, so yes, all the I things see. that make people tick, that's what you're saying, is their value. Right. What makes right. people move is their value. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Got mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, then Luis, I'll pose this question to you What makes you tick and, and what value is that?
3: Ugh you know, that whole conversation you guys were just having is, is there's different sections to that. Like, I think a lot of people want to feel more appreciated about their value than actually just say, this is what I'm, oh,
0: mm-hmm.
3: this is, I'm valuable because of this, this, and this, you know, and like to even to Natalie though, like, you know, to find out what their, what their ticks are and all that that's more about finding out their personality. But a lot mm-hmm. of people have walls built up, you know, like
5: mm-hmm. they're not just
3: going to come up and be like, Hey, I just met you. And this 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 and this is how I am they're more like hey this is what I've done this is what I've accomplished and this is who I am based on what society is asking for but yeah um, that's a good point what makes me tick I mean it's I I would say that what's valuable about me is just my perspective um the way that I view life and the way that I view things um in general I mean I'm I'm here to make sure that everybody feels that same value within themselves, you know, even if I'm in my lowest part. But I think that's also my downfall is I'm too worried about everybody else before I get, I worry about myself as well.
2: So that's actually an incredible point that you make Luis. because I'm like that, right? I am struggling and have struggled through feelings of you know, worthlessness or not being good enough. And I've struggled with that my whole life. Mm-hmm. And so what I do is try to make people not feel what I feel, whether they, f- I don't, I'm not even really thinking about the other person, but I'm always trying to like accommodate make
5: them and feel make better. people
2: feel good. Make yeah. people feel loved. Make, make people feel worthy. Make people feel appreciated. Luis, that's, and to, to your point also, but that comes at a, at a deficit because when you're, so worried about making people feel valuable, mm-hmm. you, you're you pouring all of your cup into others, emptying yours completely, all because yeah. you want them to feel what you don't feel right? of yep. value. Does that make sense what I'm saying?
5: Yeah.
1: And you're kind yeah. of removing yourself altogether. You're denying your own feelings and thoughts about your worthiness. You're not, you're not doing the work.
2: No, because it's <laughs> it's easier to make other people feel better than to try to figure out why I can't make myself feel better. Yeah, that's a yeah. lot easier. It's I mean... a
3: it's, it's a very fine line, though. Like yeah, you know, it's like work. You know, to to balance as your manager, right? It's to balance, you know, being friendly and being, you know, dictator type. You know, it's it's a fine line to balance. But I think you have to learn first yourself before you try to save others, right? Mm. Uh, you you got to be able to get yourself situated first and. I, to be honest with you guys that's that's something big that was the reason why when you guys asked me you no know, the deep cry you know yeah. that was something big that was dealing back then like i was trying to show love to people that i didn't even feel for myself you know so mm. it was it was it was really it's something really deep um but it's you want to help those people because you've been in that position right. you just got to know when to take your hand out of there yeah. you know and let yeah. them deal with their own with their own cards you know
2: i love that you said that so do you know? I'm assuming that you learned, as a result of all of that, when to identify that you need to take your hand out of something. Is that safe to say?
3: Yeah, uh, I, I thank my dad for that. To be honest, um, because <sighs> it's just hard. Yeah, uh, mm. just because you know, again, you, you you just can't you just can't be focusing on everybody else and, and let your life around you just start going downhill. You know. Luis. I got, yes,
4: I got a question, bro. Um, do you think this is to go with, and either for uh, Natalie or Ricky, but do you think when when people do that, when they pour so much into other people, obviously it's it's through the caring, right? But when you guys do that and you find yourselves doing that, do you think a big part of that is because you're trying to avoid what you have to deal with with yourself first?
3: Most definitely. Uh, you're trying to make sure that you, you you don't have to focus on yourself and your problems at the end of the day. And, and that would go back to feel value, right? Like if you can help somebody else, they will, you know, appreciate you and you'll start feeling valuable and mm-hmm. you'll Next forget second. about what you're actually going through in the background.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's one of those, like, you know, you can, and we hear it all the time and we do it to our friends and our family oh my God, I'm so happy for you. You deserve this. <laughs> yeah, of course they deserve it. But you can only say that so much. Why don't we say that to ourselves more? I deserve this. I'm worthy. I deserve the opportunity, the, the wealth, the creativity. I deserve all of these things for myself just as much as I wish them for others. And I don't think we have that conversation um, with ourselves enough. Because we're, we're so quick to be negative about it. Oh, I'm, I'm a mess. I'm worthless. I'm this. I'm that. Do
4: you think that's because socii- society tells us that we're not supposed to?
1: to not think supposed so. to deserve it? No, or not supposed you're to not, think positively? Supposed,
4: you know, because if you acknowledge yourself and you acknowledge the mm. things that you have done, mm. there, a big majority of society will look at you like, "What, well, whoop-dee-doo. Like, congratulations. Yeah. Like, Mm-hmm. Society puts a negative notion on that. Mm-hmm. so we we put ourselves down mm-hmm. before we actually lift ourselves up. and let's yeah.
2: think about who our society is. <clears throat> our, yeah. the closest society that we have are our friends and families <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and their behaviors and their judgments and their mm-hmm. assessments and their beliefs on what you should or should not do. And right? that
1: and I wonder how that is different for men and for women in in our friend and family group. you know, how are they how are they? Cheering you on or as opposed to how are they cheering on men as opposed to the women? And I hate to bring it up, but it's it's just such a hot topic. You can't help the patriarchy, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I I do think that um and I can and I can't speak for the men right, so you guys will have to help us out here, but I think for the women it's it's like, no, you know, take care of your kids, take care of your family, take care of your home, cool. blah, blah, blah. And they give you and it starts very young. Right. You um, baby girls, they'll get a baby doll. You'll get an easy bake oven. You'll get the little house. But then boys, they get Legos, they get trucks, be an entrepreneur, be a critical thinker, think for yourself. Da, 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 da. And so and I'm and so again, generalizing. Right. So I don't know how men and women are trained <laughs> differently to think oh no only think this only think this much don't think bigger don't want more don't don't look for more for yourself because you're you have to be here but man go follow the money get more be bigger be a provider the pressures are different right (laughs) i'm laughing because i'm thinking about all the things that i got growing up like toys and stuff
2: like what did i get growing up yeah Mm -hmm. i got an ewok like a stuffed ewok which i loved and i still have i don't i need to find it yeah, I didn't get, <coughs> excuse me, like um I didn't get I got very neutral toys, okay. like a lot of neutral things. And I think before saying that I, it was imposed on me that a specific role, mm-hmm. I think creativity was at the base okay. of my yeah. upbringing. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't feel pressure either way.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: I was just so abundantly surrounded by creativity. So not just music, but through literature and through art and through, mm-hmm. I had all of these things in front of me growing up that, that kind of guided me through everything. Yeah. And now I forgot where I was going with that thought.
5: Oh, God,
2: <laughs> we we're talking about just that the, the patriarchy and all that stuff. Now, the downside to all of that is growing up. Yes, I would say that I saw a lot of support naturally poured into men. Right. So for instance, <clears throat> I think about the, I mean, my, my dad and his brothers and they had bands and everybody would go and play my brother when he was in a band. Like mm-hmm. my grandparents were at, at the key them. club at a heavy metal show supporting my brother and my cousin Mondo, you know, right? it's just such a thing that you have to support men. You have to immediately give them that value that support is just, here you go, red carpet. Mm-hmm. Where I'm here, n- not even inviting the men in my family to come listen to this podcast. Right. You know, I'm like, they're not gonna care. Well, who cares? My grandparents didn't care about heavy metal, right. but they were they there. Listened. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, it was an automated thing. Right. So it's different. And Luis, what what do you think about that? Because hey, you're my cousin on both sides. F- which, for the w- record, I want to clarify. Yeah. Luis is literally my cousin twice. Mm. He's His dad mm. married my mom's sister Okay Wait, so no. Super no, 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 cousins. hold on, hold on I said that totally wrong Yeah, he, yeah. He,
3: yeah, 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 yeah Yeah, 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 his
2: dad married my mom's sister Yeah, yeah, okay I mean, Now that sounded <laughs> just weird coming out of my mouth He was like, what? <laughs> So we're both maternally and paternally um, his
1: dad meaning your uncle on your dad's side mm-hmm. married your mom. Yeah, my mom's your sister. Your mom's sister, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. this is taking yeah, a turn. Yeah.
2: But what, what what Luis would you say in our family do you do you think that that naturally our family has valued and supported the men more than, than the females?
3: Um it's a it's kind of a tough question. I'm going to kind of take a couple steps back uh, to start off with like what Natalie was saying about the women and the men. I mean, yes. I just think that that is just how we are wired to begin with just mm-hmm. to kind of think about men and women have to do this and do that. Yeah. I, I think it also is big heavy on generations. Like I think yes. this generation is definitely breaking that that ritual, mm-hmm. right? That continuing mm-hmm. to be men men and women women. Mm-hmm. But I think also the women are slowly finding out that everything that men are capable of maybe the women can't be you know mm-hmm. that's to no disrespect to nobody i can't speak about women or nothing like that because i right. i don't know you know what i'm saying <laughs> wait 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 um, to, to
2: clarify you're saying that women are realizing that they can't do some things that men can do is that what you said
3: in a sense yeah and even even men can't do women stuff like i'm sitting here like i i can't sit down and Paint nails and do hair. You, uh, know, you could, crap, you, know you could do both <laughs> of
2: those things, But I, Luis. But I don't. What but you but can't do is have that. a baby. You so, can't give birth to a baby. So, so <laughs> I, so I,
4: I, right. I get what Louise is actually saying in okay. that, in that, in that context. So, Louise, I'll, yeah. I'll, go ahead and, and, and continue. And then, I'll, I'll give you guys the breakdown of listening to the three of you, <laughs> because <laughs> you n- neither one of you are actually wrong. You guys are all, like,
3: yeah,
4: are one hundred percent correct
3: which I would say would be going back down to how we were raised. Um, And, you know, I was raised by my mom. I wasn't raised by my dad that much, you know? Um, So I I don't really think I had that man mentality at the end of the day, either, to be honest with you. Like that's something that I learned throughout the years. Mm -hmm. And when you go, you know, what the family has and what it's not, like, I think, you know, none of y'all know, like we're from Texas over here, you know, my side of the family is from Texas and everybody's over there from Cali. So I think the Texas family and the California family are are in a sense, completely different people. Mm. But from what I've seen, I mean, that side of the family in Cali definitely supported the guys a lot, you know? right? And over here, I mean, my dad, it was just my dad and I, and then obviously my brothers and my sisters, but you know, it, it, it was different, but I mean, my mom came and supported me all the dang time, you know, so I can't really. And that, that goes back down to my memory is very vague. I don't know if it's just my, my self-blocking memories or not, but, you know.
2: Luis, what do you consider me? Uh, uh, California mota or a Texas mota?
3: California mota.
2: I was born there, Luis. In Texas. <laughs> well,
3: here, let me tell you something. It might be dive deep, okay? Before we get out of the the conversation, I'm just gonna break it down like that. If I can relate, if I can relate to anybody, a lot would be Ricky and the girls and 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 Carlos. I I think that's the people. When I talk about the California people, those are the people that and and you know, I see a lot of them and me and a lot of me and them. So honestly, like I would say, I I consider the California people because you live over there but if i can say anything i mean i I'm, i feel closest to you guys you know that's my fault as well
2: i feel validated and valuable thank you <laughs> <laughs> i'm with all of that but i do have a, a question about uh you mentioned that you were raised majority by your mom so you didn't have a lot of those um paternal elements that you then figured out that you were missing do you remember the moment that you figured out you were missing that does that make sense? I'm not even
3: gonna lie to you. Yeah, I do. But I, I no. I think it just came came within, to be honest with you. Um it's again, it's it's something to dive in deeper. Yeah. I mean, even though I live with my mom, like my mom worked all the time. So I not that I was raised by the streets or nothing like that, but, but I was you I was it. a little I was a little malandro out there, you know, doing the wrong things <laughs> with the wrong people, so I think I learned the wrong side of where I wanted to be at, mm. you know, by the, by sensing my, my friends that I was with at that time, so I, but I can't sit here and say like, oh yeah, it was this and this, you know, I can't, you know, I'm not going to mm. lie either. Yeah.
2: And it's tough being a, a single parent from a mother's perspective too. I have a son and I think about all the time what he may be missing that mm. I could not provide to him. There's mm-hmm. n- and, and which to your point, Luis, that women and men can't do what each person does. Right. There's just no way that that seasoning can happen without actually. Yeah. You need both. <coughs> you do need both. Yep. You do need both. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ray. You said you were <laughs> going to break something down.
4: Um, yeah. So not, I mean, not entirely break it down, but <laughs> so based off of, what Natalie was saying as far as you're you're pretty much like taught that at a young age, right? So I think just in general, um I would I wouldn't I don't know who I would put this on. But naturally, like you said, the girls get dolls, the boys get right. plastic hammers and stuff <laughs> like that, right? Mm-hmm. But it, it it's it's kinda awkward because you, they're trying to instill traditional values, uh, values and old school mindset in a modern day. Oof. And the one thing that uh, Ricky and I have had conversations about is things like that, because the thing is, I think um, with today's society, when men, there's men that you got to be a man, right? Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, like there's a lot of things that contribute into that. M- way back in the days we, when we could say maybe 60s 70s even maybe the 80s the men went to work the women stayed home mm-hmm. right however in california you can't do that no more
5: no. Mm-hmm.
2: right
4: so and so that's where we introduced the new value or the new modern
2: the modern the, piece the, of the it. modern mm-hmm. piece
4: of it so women have to work yeah and the men have to work but oftentimes and there's gonna be men that be might hate on me for saying this but oftentimes i think men misconstrue that modern part by wanting to hold on to the traditional part by saying well i went to work and you're the woman so you still have to cook and clean
5: right mm-hmm.
4: mind you she also went to work mm-hmm. oh, yeah. and as at, in a relationship they they always say relationships aren't actually 50 50 mm-hmm. no there's going to be at some point Within your relationship, if if it's gonna last, at some point it's gonna have to be broken down, and fractioned out accordingly. Mm-hmm. There's gonna be moments where the the husband is gonna make more financially, so the the woman's gonna have to do something, right? As far as like caregiving to compensate for that, mm-hmm. and vice versa. There's gonna be times where the load's heavier for one and not the other, mm-hmm. and I think with them instilling the old traditional value by giving the little girl babies and mm-hmm. and kitchens and mm-hmm. easy bake ovens and shit like that right mm. i think with stuff like that you, you you you're almost fucking up what you're still trying you're to yeah you you're like you're Barton. like oh here, well here take all these toys and learn how to do this but sh- you're but, but then the barbie is yeah. a boss barbie Oh yeah, God. yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So it's just like wait a minute. <laughs> is she is she supposed to be a boss or is she supposed to stay at home?
1: Yeah. What's she doing? You know what I mean? So it's like you're
4: still telling the little girl, like, oh, you could be a boss, but play with the little doll. Right. <laughs>
1: she's a big boss. You know, yeah. so it, it, it's kinda her big girl heels. It just
4: it makes it a little confusing. And then to the point of uh for Louise where he, he was explaining how he was obviously he was raised more by his mother. Mm-hmm and what he was saying is true so they usually say that if if a, a man in general will find how to be influenced by a man and it's either going to be by the one in the house or the one in the street oh no matter what that's all that's just human nature i think if even if if you go into a single home he's going to figure out how to be a man and one way or the other one way or the other right you know and to your point ricky women there are there are certain values that women can't instill instill in a man right there's certain things where like even with my son i try to explain to him one him being a boy two he's just a little bit darker than some (laughs) of the other kids (laughs) you know what i mean so one thing we we have to like instill and in and, 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 uh, having a brain fart. We got to make it a point for them to know is that it's not the same for you, which goes to what Luis was saying is right. women are even in today's modern society are finally realizing that the equality part isn't equal mm-hmm. because my son could do something mm-hmm. and, the chances of him being in trouble for whatever it is he did would be m- far more greater than yeah. it would be for a woman. And then, it, if another thing, we would have to look at look at child support. Mm. Right. It doesn't matter what the situation is. Most of the time, the women is is favored, especially in California. There are exceptions. <laughs> there yeah. there, are there are exceptions. Are exceptions. <laughs> but w- but when, when you're talking in a, in a generalized sense, yeah. that's just how it goes. And it, yeah. it, what sucks is, I know. I don't I don't consider you guys to be like that type of podcast where you have to like generalize gender roles. Mm -hmm. Right. But at the end of the day, it's one of those things you really can't escape Mm -hmm. because they're like, again, like we said, there's things that women can't do that men do.
2: So I want to go back to how you said, like, we're not equal. Right. I've always said it. We're not equal right? We are not created equal, but I wouldn't want to be created equal. You're not supposed to be. Under any circumstances, do I want to be your equal at all? Because one day (laughs) my equality may be way more valuable than your equality. Mm. And I'm putting that in um, a job perspective. Yeah. Right. You're applying for a job and, you know, you have two applicants and I'm different than this person is. Mm-hmm. There's differences. Those inequalities have value. Those differences have value. Yeah. I always told everybody, oh, it needs to be fair. No, it doesn't. It's not about being fair. It's about the doing the right thing. Right. Your, Hiring your, the right person.
4: Like I said, you're a hundred percent correct because so let's put Luis and myself and you two ladies in a job, right? So our job is to work on the road. Okay. Who's gonna go work on the road? You guys. <laughs> and what and are I'm you gonna say, do? And I'm not
2: saying. And I'm <laughs> but, not saying but, but, you but guys because I wouldn't do it myself. Because you know damn well I would. You but, would,
4: but but uh, in 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 that type of environment, you have limitations.
1: Yeah,
2: I'm not okay, as strong wait, 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 as, wait, as wait, you wait, are. Wait, let's talk about that. Let's talk. This is the perfect perfect time to talk about this. Maybe it was a year ago that <laughs> we were having a conversation with. I can't even remember who it was. Um, we had some people here in the studio and the topic came up about how there's no way women could ever compete with men in the same sport. Like you can't have women in football. You can't. So here's the thing. Here's what I was thinking, right? You believe in evolution? Right? Yes. Like we yeah. we evolve, yes. right? Yes, the, yes. The, what is that white thing? Um The fittest, the fittest. Survival um, of the fittest. Survival of the fittest, right? Survival of the fittest and adaptation and evolution, right? Mm -hmm. If the female was put into a forum with the male and it was a long-term thing, right? Mm -hmm. The female is going to adapt. The female is going to figure out how to compete now Mm -hmm. against a man. Initially, it would be a shit show. Mm-hmm. It would it would definitely be scary, mm-hmm. not scary. I don't know. Like it is risky, right? Someone's going to get hurt or die because yeah. a men will probably hesitate in their performance because they don't want to necessarily hurt you until yeah. they gain that confidence mm-hmm. in hurting. You get do you understand what I'm saying? I think but so. given the opportunity, right, Th- that's natural, right? When you put yeah, you someone ball. or something in a position where they have to survive they will, and a w- and given enough time, a woman could, th- and that's a theory Spit that the I part. have. A, a well, woman could adapt to becoming that
4: strategically,
2: w- and with time, no. just, just like well, just like the well, if, if the little li- if you had the little when, frog in the lake, okay. and then the little Not frog wrong? grew legs, and the little frog grew evolution. Like it's gonna happen.
4: Okay, so here, this is why I say strategically, because you could find an easier way than what a man could figure out, right? You men naturally, and through evolution or not, men naturally have more physical strength than a woman.
0: Mm.
4: And so, let me put put in this category for you. Mm-hmm. Right now, I believe in boxing, um, the WBC committee. Uh, I believe it's either this year or next year; they're p- actually passing um, for their own bout for transgender.
5: Oh yeah, that's,
2: opponents. Whole,
4: that's <laughs> But he, but here's so here's the thing, right? So if it's kind of awkward, but at the same time, would you want a woman who was once a man, who obviously she now claims to be a woman, fighting in a sanctioned bout against a woman who naturally
1: was born that way, was
4: born that way, and does not have the natural strength that that women who isn't or wasn't born a woman, you get what I'm saying? So, yeah, like, I wouldn't. A, I get it, but I you In that aspect, it. you have to because I think what you're doing now is you're just trying to narrow it, narrow it out to make your point.
2: Oh, and I have, and I have, I would never want to <laughs> be but, 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 do you, <laughs> but, so, do you get yes. with
4: the gen? I'm, I'm speaking more in a general context. Yep. So, w- without hesitation, the transgender woman would beat What'd the shit out of.
2: Let me ask you this. Let's use wrestling as an example. If mm. you blindfolded both wrestlers, mm. do you think that a man would be able to know that he's wrestling oh yeah well with a woman?
5: Yes.
0: <laughs>
2: so, hold on. Yes. I didn't just I didn't just <laughs> think of that for no there's I I had this whole visual in my head. Okay, so the visual is important first we, of are all. Are we not
4: including <laughs> cup sizes? <laughs> <laughs>
2: i had this i get it i I had this played out differently in my head okay (laughs) (laughs) the visual part is important it's okay (laughs) you get what i'm saying though right i'm just saying given the opportunity and time people you you will evolve you will evolve and get into what you need to get into so how
4: do men not evolve with their strength then you so it, mm, with with what you're enough. saying? Wait, no. Okay, no. What's this? So no. So, listen real quick though, because you're not. I know. I don't want. I don't want to <laughs> sound rude, but you're not <laughs> listening. <laughs> <laughs> so so here's here's the thing. Evolution isn't one-sided, and I think your where you're going with it mm-hmm. is women are evolving. So women can evolve to figure out how to do it, right? Or like whatever the task may be. If you lock the two of them in the room, you, the way you're arguing it. Is that the woman is evolving? Yeah, you're not keeping in mind that the man also evolves.
5: Yeah, oh, of course. So, of course,
4: not not only does his mind evolve, <coughs> the man physically will always have a step ahead because he's also evolving. There's unless there's some type of magic, pill. scientific, yeah, magic pill or something that's actually giving the woman to fast forward her her process of evolution the man will always have.
1: We're going to evolve at the same rate, but with, but with different tools. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you
4: absolutely. But, and, that, and that's what I'm trying to so say. That so that, that goes, that still goes back to Luis's point. Women are, are finally realizing that even though they fought so much for equality, you're really not as equal as you think you're going to be. You're only fighting for the equality of paper, to be honest. Because financially? Financially, yes. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, Like the example I gave, Mm -hmm. if Luis and I and the two of you worked for a company and that company was a company that sends people out to work on the roads, chances of Luis and I being the ones working on the road will be a lot greater than it would be for yeah, Natalie perhaps. and Ricky.
2: Right. But just like if two people go up to, for a director position at a company, <laughs> the dude's going to get paid more than the female's going to get paid. Even though the female has way more <laughs> experience. experience and confidence. Yeah. Then.
4: But see that, but see that's. That, and, I, and I'm
2: cool with that. Like, that was
4: my point though. The equality is more so for the paper than it is for the actual.
5: Yeah.
2: I could see that. No, for sure. The equalness 100%. all around. Yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. I, I don't disagree with you. and it, And that's, that's important and valuable because we are <laughs> valuable we are valuable and that's what we're talking about today we're talking about what makes us valuable and and why <laughs> just to go back what Natalie in your opinion makes you valuable
1: my being god jesus you Did had you a whole week to think <laughs> about it. I know. It. Well, clearly, <laughs> I clearly, I just showed up right now. <laughs> Luis gave it's us hard.
2: a detailed explanation this of what's so valuable <laughs> <It's> about Luis. <laughs> Shout out Luis man. But actually, let me, let me ask this. So, when you're looking for, um, when you're dating or when you guys picked your partners and you married the people that you, you married, right? Mm-hmm. Did it cross through your mind, like, well, how valuable is this person? What, is, what kind of investment am I making here with the value? What is it that I value with these people? Does that actually cross your mind during the process? Should it cross your mind?
1: Yes. Yep. It, Lisa, go ahead, and then I'll go next. <laughs> or do you want me to no, go? no, you
3: go. You go, you go for it. I'm going to think about it for a week. Real quick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, so I was thinking when I started dating Mike, I, the first thing was, okay, where the value was, what is his, what does he value in himself and his family? What is his family like? I value that he speaks a different language. Hold he on, pause. Spanish. That was,
2: so you're saying that the first thing that you thought about that you wanted to know mm-hmm. is how he valued his family mm-hmm. because family values is what's important to you. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay.
1: Uh huh. So, family. Okay. Does he speak another language? Which Spanish was important to me because I was thinking in the future, I want my kids to have to be raised with a big family. I want them to know the language, um, et cetera, et cetera. So, and and also, what does, and you see, it, it does go back to the paper, right? Oh, what does he do for a living? Is he going to be able to provide? Is he going to be able to, um, Make sure that my family, meaning the future children that we have, are going to be okay. Are they going to be financially stable? Right, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, those things were. Those are three first good and things. foremost. So
2: family, mm-hmm. language, mm-hmm.
1: And culture,
2: and mm-hmm. then financial security. Mm-hmm. Those were your top three, mm-hmm. right? Did you look at your wife and and want to? What were your three values that you were looking at your wife? Um, and Luis, get ready for this. <laughs> no.
4: um, to, to be honest, I think the only the only value that I, I did, and at the time, because you got to remember, we were all young. Well, I was, she was, <laughs> but for for me, when I, when looking at her, obviously, I was like, "Damn, she looks good." But, <laughs> <laughs> but it was it, it's also just like I don't need financial. Like the financial side, I think just naturally I was the way I was raised was to be a provider, Got so I didn't look at it like my wife needs to hold her end up, right Her end is just making sure that I'm happy. that's it. It's that simple I think I think for me it's it's more simple yeah. in that aspect where I don't need to know that she could hold her fifty. Side of the hundred percent relationship, right? Mm -hmm. This is—I wasn't raised that way, but I was also raised in in the sense of you're not going to depend on a woman.
2: Hold on, so you you are looking at her like you're providing for her, Mm -hmm. but then what was the last thing you just said?
4: I don't, I don't. You don't need to depend on her. Meaning, when I come home, I don't have to worry that there's a plate of food. Like mm. waiting for me. Got it. I could I could fend for myself mm. if I needed to, mm. right? So yeah. I never I never looked at, at really at any of the women that I I ever dated it was just it wasn't what the only value I, I would Look was for looking it. for was that they could just keep me happy, right? Because That's at, easy. at the end of the at the end of Fair. the day, if I'm the provider, I'm just I'm looking at a, a place to lay my head down and separate from the rest of what I had to go through through the I get that. Mm. Right? I don't want to have to come home and... Stress out. Stress out about shit that I don't need to stress out about. I'm Mm -hmm. already working to Mm -hmm. keep food on the table. and So that was my mindset. Obviously, like I I mentioned before, Ricky, and just in general, in today's society, you can't just look at it that way. You have to adapt. You have to Mm -hmm. maneuver and adjust to whatever situations you're going through. The realities. You know, because there Mm -hmm. was a time when we were both broke. Right. But as my natural being and the way I go about things is I stepped out and made sure that we never went without, you know, and there was times (laughs) where I would say, hey, you don't have to go to work. If you choose to go to work, that's cool, Mm -hmm. you know. And then, again, that value of my mom saying you wouldn't have to depend on a woman, like, just make sure you're good to eat. Mm. If I come home and I don't have something to eat,
2: you can fend for yourself. I can
4: fend for myself. Right. But we don't have to. Mm-hmm. You know? So I think. So
2: you were just looking for happiness. Someone I'm that was going to make you happiness. happy. Someone and that. And stress free that can make you feel comfortable when you come home, yeah. understands you, all that stuff.
4: I mean, you, you, you've seen how we are together. <laughs> yes. We're not. I mean, we obviously we fight like any couple, right? and we've argued in the past about money and shit like that but i think at at the point in our relationship that we're at now i don't have to worry about that shit right i know what i'm going to bring and i know what she's bringing that she doesn't have to
1: got it which by the way i just want to shout out your podcast that you just premiered what last week yes. <laughs> the ray the salmon ray podcast amazing <laughs> yeah. i love Thank it you. yes yes and it I learned a lot about Ray listening to that <laughs> podcast. I mean, it's a whole different side of Ray. Sorry, but Samantha's just—I uh, love her. She, I feel like she's my best friend. <laughs> she's a who? She's a who? She's that's, great. That's the great. great. The best <laughs> word to describe her. So yeah, check out. The,
2: <laughs> Wait, check is it out the their Salmon podcast. Ray or the Ray? no Salmon Ray.
4: It's the Salmon it's Ray the podcast. Ray. Off
2: oh, oh, I check myself yeah. real
1: quick. With listen that. to them after you listen to ours. But okay, Luis, Luis, what do you got for us? Your three—the
2: three most <laughs> valuable things that you were looking for and found in Valerie
3: (laughs) I hate to just piggyback on Ray like that but I think he just honestly I think he hit the nail Uh, I mean uh first I was like dang the big old booty no I'm just kidding (laughs) um no but honestly it was peace of mind um for sure peace of mind um Hmm. I was still young well not young but I I think it was just peace of mind yeah I mean just like Ray said I mean at the end of the day I've been doing it. I can do it, and I don't need it. But obviously, something attracted me to her, and I think it was just that comfortability, right? That peace mm. of mind at the end of the day, um, and it's worked out perfect. Nine years, so you know. I saying? I mean, I oh, can't, Ray, can't awesome. say it hasn't, right? So, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, it's not a long not a long answer, but Ray hit it right there.
2: I think know. it just kind of, sh- I think it just kind of shows the very. Differences between what men and women look for in yep. other people, because in yes. partners, <coughs> mm-hmm. in partners, in partners.
1: Well, what are yours?
2: I don't know, because that's <laughs> I was thinking about <laughs> that. Like, what is it that what would I value in somebody else?
4: I d- you had a week. Can, can, <laughs> so, <laughs> <totally> <laughs> so, Ricky, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to answer it for you. Mm-hmm.
2: But <laughs> Please.
4: I've said this. I said this actually when I was a guest on your on your uh, podcast yes, last year. That was a good show, but. We talk probably as often as my wife and I speak, yep. right? Almost, yeah, damn near on a daily basis. <laughs> so in understanding and having conversations with you, don't get upset with me.
2: Here it goes. Okay. Angry Panda, <laughs> here we go.
4: <laughs> I th- I think you think like a man.
2: Oh, my God. Mm. So
4: the value that you set for yourself is exactly how Luis and I look at it. But that's that's only because you are the one that seeks to provide.
1: Do you agree with that, Ricky? Uh, Ricky's confirming yes. She's not saying anything because <laughs> she's like about to be mid-tears. <laughs> I could see that. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> he's <laughs> not, right. no, because he's not wrong. Yeah. But that's not how... you perceiving that's not yourself? That's what I wanted. Oh. Mm-hmm.
2: Damn right.
4: I bad? No, <laughs> it,
2: it goes back to actually adaptability yeah. and evolution. You do what you have to do. Yeah, I didn't want that. Yeah, I didn't want to struggle that much. But my choices, my my choices, and my um, what do you say Naivety. expectations? No, 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 no. I have yet, well, what, what do you mean? <coughs> what is that?
1: What? the so the direction that you're that you chose to go in
2: no 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 not uh, people i chose partners that i chose right Mm -hmm. (coughs) so like just the choices that i made with specific people in my life Uh like where i had to think why did i have to think like a man
1: well i had to raise three children on my own Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. (coughs) so you have to think like a man and a woman i
2: go into provider mode
1: yeah work super
2: super super hard yeah. <laughs> Without work super 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 hard yeah to provide for my kids and not I didn't want them to just have a a struggling life. I wanted to provide them, you know, with Look more, a, a good home and traveling and all that stuff. But man, would it have been nice to have support, you mm-hmm. know. And like you said, right? Like I had to I had to think differently and I had to put my my mindset in a different place. And this is why I'm probably <laughs> <laughs> single, I will be single <laughs> for the rest of my life <laughs> because I can't. And I'm trying to actually turn that off. You know, I'm trying to learn how to ask for help, lean on people. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, and and and. Damn, I really did not think I was going to get this emotional over that, but but here I am.
1: <laughs> but it's fair. It's fair because it's your mm. truth, and that's just what you've all had right. to and, and go w- through. And
4: with saying all that, I mean. That puts um, a better perspective if you look back at at yourself. Like look at yourself in the mirror. That puts a better perspective of what your value is.
2: Yeah. And you know what? <laughs> I feel like that devalued me actually. I feel like thinking like a man really devalued me because <laughs> when I would when I would get into, you know, relationships and I would. That was always the common thing I would, the feedback I would get back from my failed relationships was like, you work way too hard. You work too much. Mm -hmm. Like, stop. Why are you always thinking about business? Why are you always thinking about money? Why are you always trying to do the next big thing? I'm trying to, I'm trying to make money for my kids. I'm trying to survive. I'm trying to provide a better life. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm always thinking like that. Mm -hmm. There's no time to relax. There's Mm -hmm. no time to sit back and enjoy raising a family. No, that's not the hand I was dealt. Yeah. Right. So so because my mind is like that, I go into situations where and again, going back to denial. Right. Like, how can I not just help and raise a family, but help other people? I'm always in that helping other people mode. Right. I don't even know how to accept any kind of help tenderness or value yourself. or someone t- or someone telling me like "Damn, You know what? I appreciate you. You're valuable. Like, thank you for doing all of this. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to accept that because it's it's, it's just never. It's not a thing, It's not a thing. Hmm. I, I don't wish that would have. I don't wish that was my story. I don't wish that that I wish it would have been different for me in that regard.
4: But if, but if it was, would it would you be who you are?
5: Right.
2: right. No. So, no so, so, so
4: to say that it devalues you, I don't.
2: I feel like I, it, I feel like it does. Right. Because because I can't say I can't what what man in my life has has said I value you because you think like a man. I value you because of all your hustle. I value you because you so, work too many hours. What man, not one.
3: They're the, wrong, they're the wrong men. They're the
5: wrong man. 100%. You got to
3: be appreciated for what you are at the end of the day. Like If you're a hard working hustler and you're looking for the most, then find somebody that wants to do the same with you. Yeah. The misconception that people believe that two have to become one. It's not that, it's you're your own person. You're your own person. And we help each other build to our our great success. And if you happen to leave at the end of the day, you became your true potential. And I became my true potential. Not twisted, not twisted in in between each other. And now who am I at the end of the day? But I mean, I think, I think you're just in a sense, I mean, be proud of yourself. You've done it where you're at for a reason. And then stop believing that you need somebody at the end of the day to be happier, like find the right person. And that's
2: it right, and you know, and but. Luis, and I'm so glad that you said that because it kind of really made me think about like the things that I want, like what which is helping me answer my question, like what I would value in somebody else is somebody else's own self efficacy, like somebody else's own <laughs> desire to do good and to be good, and someone's own desire to love themselves, and someone I, someone who is independent, someone yeah. who is just as passionate about the things that i'm passionate about,, yeah. so it's basically. What I value is someone who values themselves. I think and, that. And then whatever I get from that is just like a sprinkle mm-hmm. on a cupcake, right? Because because I have to be in a place where I value and I love myself mm-hmm. where I don't need that mm-hmm. other person's love. It's just a fucking sprinkle. It yeah. just
1: makes my life it just better. Adds, it yeah. just adds to it, but it's not dependent on it. Right, right. I think that at the end of the day, we just want to... F- friend we just want a life partner <laughs> someone to enjoy life with and I think we downplay a lot um, I don't know if it's ingrained or what what is this conditioning that we do that we think we need someone or we you're my better half ill <laughs> no I'm my own better half I am I am whole all by myself and you are whole all by yourself and we come together and we're great And we're fun and we're cool and we can talk to each other and we jive and et cetera. But yeah, I don't know why we've become so exceptionally great at wanting to depend on someone or need someone else's value in our lives. Uh huh.
2: Uh huh. And when I say need someone else's value, right, because I'm thinking about, you know, what What you were talking about and your own values, like you needed someone to make sure that they have a good relationship with their family you needed somebody that spoke Spanish, you needed somebody who was financially secure like you needed those elements in mm-hmm. order for what in order to make you feel better in order to make you feel like a better person, or because you just found that that's those elements in that person made them just a better person
1: and then it, and we can even even going back to your evolution thing so that the generation can evolve, can progress, That's can be better. That's always the goal. That is That's always it. the goal yeah. for the generations to get.
4: Do, do you think that there needs to be a better understanding of what the relationships should be? Right. So going back to like what Natalie is saying. So we all went through like the, the cycle circle. of <laughs> whose values are what. Right. and. I, w- I have to say this just to clarify for anybody listening or watching. At the end of the day, your values are your values, and it doesn't make them wrong. Mm-hmm. They might be wrong to someone else, but if that's what you value and that's what you seek in someone else to be a value to you, then so be it, right? But like Natalie was saying, we we have to kind of stop looking at relationships as finding someone to – Make me better. Mm-hmm. Like right, right. First of all, one thing I always tell my mom when she talks to my sister, like, oh, you're going to find somebody. You're not going to find nobody. Mm-hmm. That person will come. You don't go looking for something. Yeah, You got to just let it happen. And when it happens, it happens. I and agree. And back to Luis, Luis's point of understanding your self-value, your worth, and everything that you have and bring forth to it. You can't shit shame the person next to you.
2: Shit shame. I love that. You know what I mean?
4: (laughs) Right. You can't sit there and be like, well, I bring this. It's not, you're not in a fucking relationship to be in a competition with each other. Mm
5: -hmm.
4: Right. Right. At the end of the day, you guys got to go home and lay down together. And if you lay down next to each other in disgust, then what's the point of being in that relationship? Mm -hmm. There's no competition in a relationship. I want to say, and
5: it's,
2: (coughs) <coughs> it 's ironic that my dad 's here visiting today,
5: mm.
2: but i really it was really impactful, Ray, for you to say that I had to learn how to think like a man, and I immediately ran back to a mo a very specific day with my dad when i I wanted to gift a guitar to the father of my children to my husband at the time, right mm. and we go to I don't know, like Sam Ash. We go to some music store because I'm going to buy him a guitar because he wants to learn how to play the guitar. And I'm like, Dad, can you help me go and pick a a guitar? Mm -hmm. I'm going to get it on credit. Like I'm going to apply for credit. Mm -hmm. And then we're filling out the application. And then I put my husband's information in at the time, like how much money he made and where he worked and how long he had worked there. And my dad looked at me and he said, Oh no, this Mm. is, this will not do. Is this, yeah, this will not do. Like you, you're, and I, I can't remember if I, I already had my first son and pregnant with my second or just my first and dead serious looked at me and was like, this, this cannot happen. You need to figure something out for yourself. Like, and I took it, I took it like for real what he was saying. If I don't do something for myself, if I don't end up becoming the bigger provider I'm screwed. Like there's just there's no way out of this. In that moment is very much when it clicked in my head that I had to provide. Make, provide that I had to provide. In that very moment, that was a key moment. That was a key memory. And You probably don't remember, do you, Dad? Yeah, he, has <laughs> he doesn't memory. remember.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: he doesn't remember. He doesn't he want, must, want to talk about it. You're a shot of know.
3: tequila. And he'll remember.
2: Luis, we have some tequila here that he will not drink. Because it's it's not the (laughs) it's not the greatest tequila. So, Um, Luis, we really appreciate all of your time and all of your insight. And I just realized I'm not even sure that we asked you in the beginning of this podcast about your song and and (laughs) how much we actually love, love your song so much. So I want to I want to just touch on that really quick before we we wrap it up and and get into the chat with everybody on Twitch what was the inspiration of
3: the song? I had like six more hours to go. I was ready to go six more hours. To <laughs> hey, hang time, bro, we still
2: uh, got the chat.
3: Now, honestly, that that I'm not going to take full credit for that. That's also my one of my friends, uh, one of my good friends, Ruben. He's the one who mixed, mastered, produced lyrics. He's the one that did all of that crap. He's the one that got me into the whole game. So uh, that that would, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and pat myself in the back. That's a guy that I'm going to give the whole credit to. To be yeah, honest, shout like, out to that him. Is, that's the mastermind city boy tune on on instagram little guapo on spotify and all that um he's a mastermind behind all of that that's that's a whole different story to get into but that's a fun story um <laughs> but i mean honestly that that would be a very um very good guest as well guys to be honest with you he's very um uh, he's a mastermind is all i'm gonna he's say a mastermind. it's fun i mean you you hear the music, it's fun, it's inviting, it's it's everything that you want, right? I mean it's yeah, it's emotional, it's it's everything. So once, you know, that came on the beat and all that, we were like, Man, we need to we need to make this and it happened, you know, and the the rest of my verse is on there as well and that's that's all him right there. And, I can't even buy it.
2: And the, the hook that got me was the part because obviously you say vamos a um, cantar I, oh, tomar tomar. So sing, drink, dance. But you put vamos a llorar and that Ooh. really cop we're gonna we're here to cry i'm inviting you to cry what in with that particular lyric did, were you thinking of a specific moment
3: no that again it's 50 50 that's him and that's me so that's all I'm, again that's, that's is he a crime <laughs> no he is not he i'm surprised to be honest with you i got well i mean from what i see in that guy's uh Hard as a, you know, a stone out there. He's rock, man. He he have no emotions from what I've seen so Ooh. far. But um <laughs> it's it's I guess it's a lyric, man. You just feel it at the end of the day, to be honest with you. It's yeah. just what's in the moment, you
2: know. No, I get it. And we're so grateful that you're allowing us to use that song because yes, we think we it's we just love per- it. it's just it's a great I'll never forget the first time that he sent me the song. I was having a really, really bad day. Yeah. And I just had it on repeat. It felt so good and it just it's just it was really great. So thank you, Luis. We really appreciate you. And we hope that you hang, hang out with us still w- w- as we wrap this up. Um, today's episode was produced live by Raymond, Andrea, Rose City Sound with your host. Myself, yes. Natalie. Yes. Natalie and I for inquiries, topics, suggestions and sponsorships. Please email us at on this frequency at gmail.com. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. On This Frequency is available where all podcasts can be streamed. Watch a live stream recording every Friday at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash on this frequency. Watch us on YouTube and be sure to hit the subscribe button to be notified whenever we upload new episodes. And you can always support the On This Frequency team by buying us some coffee. Uh, You can send your donation at buymeacoffee.com forward slash On This Frequency. And if you want to keep in touch with us on Instagram and on Twitter, our handle is simply at On This Frequency. That was really smooth, Natalie. So for those of you Mm -hmm. tuning in on Twitch, stay tuned.
2: We want to know about your value. Thank you so much for joining us
1: increase
0: the peace meow 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 venganse vamos a jugar hoy hoy vamos a cantar hoy hoy vamos a llorar hoy 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 vamos a fumar hoy hoy vamos a jugar Vamos a cantar hoy 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 Vamos a fumar hoy 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 Vamos a tomar hoy